Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Mike and Joel here with you again for another gig, Growing in Grace podcast. Weekly we do this thing, and so we appreciate you sharing it with a friend or an enemy, as the case may be. Uh, there's a number of ways they can subscribe to our podcast, Joel, including iTunes. Am I correct? That's right. Yeah, and this is our gig. This is what we do, Growing in Grace. And uh, iTunes, you can either go to iTunes and search for Growing in Grace, or you can go to growingingrace.org, where you'll find, of course, all of our, you know, the podcasts that we've done in the past. All 400 plus of them are uh, found on there, as well as a link, a direct link to the iTunes, uh, what the way you can download it through iTunes. And so there's that. And just whatever uh, you do, we would love you to share it with people, and we thank you for listening, of course. Last week, we were talking about healing, and I think we're going to follow up on that here just a little bit, Joel, because um, we sort of just felt like we didn't quite finish it. I think the thing I want to try to get across, and by the way, if uh, as we were just talking, if, if you didn't hear last week's program, I would encourage you to go back and, and kind of check out the perspective. We sort of laid the foundation of where we were coming from on this growingandgrace.org. You can find all the archived programs there. But I think the thing I, I really want to mention when it comes to, to healing is that I do believe God desires for us to be physically well. Uh, we mentioned last week that there are some people who don't experience that, and some even die. And so maybe go back and hear some of our comments on that. But the thing I wanted to point out, though, is that God is not your enemy. And in this fallen world, we, we do have things that, that occur and I think there is also suffering that Christians may have to endure, although I think sometimes that is experienced more along the lines of, of persecution and, and other things related to ministering the gospel. But when it comes to health, healing, and our physical bodies, Jesus was a great demonstration of, of the will of God in action. Um, and everywhere he went, people who were oppressed either physically or otherwise, Jesus went about and, and touched on them and, and restored them either physically or otherwise. And so never did he turn anybody down, Joel. He, he, he never said no to anybody. At one point, somebody uh, came up to him when uh, a man was there who, who needed healing, and they said, is, is this man in his condition because of his own sins or, or the sins of his parents? And Jesus ignored the, the question pretty much, and, and basically, to paraphrase, he said, well, neither one. But he didn't focus on what the cause of it was, but he just focused on the healing. Um, and so I think that's kind of where we need to be, because frankly, if you've been taught that, that God has a reason for putting cancer on people, I, I, I don't believe that's true at all. I, I'm just going to tell you that up front. Now, there are some people who feel better somehow thinking that what they're experiencing with their, their sickness or their infirmity is the will of God and that they are just assigned to endure it. Some people just feel better thinking along those lines that they're, that, so, because the, they think the alternative is that God's mad at them, that they have an infirmity because God is, is somehow disappointed with them or not responding with healing because they have somehow failed because of their faith or because of something they've done. And so it's easier to go back to saying, well, 
you know, God has done this for a reason, and I'm just going to trust him. It's easier for me, Joel, this is me personally, based on the scripture and what I know, it's easier for me to, to go through something as bad as it is, knowing that God didn't put it on me. And I may not be experiencing the healing that I want, but I know that God is my friend and that he's not there to torment me with, with sickness and disease. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that so many times we, we do, and I'm talking about the, you know, the church in general, if we have this, the wrong view of God, we'll, we'll see him as the enemy. We'll see him as the one who's putting these things on us when he, he's not the one that puts these things on us. He is our friend. He is our healer. And he's the one who cares deeply about us. The question, why am I not healed? You know, sometimes I we I don't always know that, but I do know is you know something that you had brought up just a little bit ago, Cap. You mentioned how people would come to Jesus with their uh, their questions and their own comments, and and Jesus a lot of times would ignore what the people said or what they asked, and and you said you used the phrase Jesus focused on the healing, and that's I think this this is. To me, this is somewhat uh, what's key in all of this, is that Jesus is focused on the healing. He wasn't focused on their questions because I think the questions were misguided. What our place is in all of this, what our focus is, is Jesus. And where we want to put our, our focus, our trust, our faith, is on Jesus Christ, knowing that, and, and I want to contrast that with, so often we'll put our focus on the healing, where that's that's God's job. We'll, we'll try to figure out, why am I not healed? Why is that person healed and that other person isn't healed? Why, why, why? And our, and our focus is on why healing is or isn't taking place, rather than our focus being on Jesus. And then, as we just simply rest, and this is like with everything else in the Christian life, getting back to what we had talked about last week a little bit, that the gospel isn't a gospel of healing. The gospel isn't a gospel of prosperity. The gospel isn't all these other things. The gospel is the gospel of God's grace and peace. That's the foundation. And as we rest in the foundation of what the gospel truly, really is, and just focus and put our trust on Jesus, then we'll see what God is going to do in the situation or not do. And, and again, I have been in the church all of my life, I've seen that people have been healed, and I've seen that people haven't been healed. And I honestly say all throughout this, I don't know why uh, certain things happen. I just know that God is good, that God doesn't put these things upon us, and that as long as we remain focused on him and, and trusting in him, that's, that's the place where we need to, to keep our minds set upon. Yeah, and I know a lot of people just point their finger and wag it at you and say, well, you just don't have enough faith. And uh, their definition of faith may, may be different from ours when it comes to that. But, uh, you know, we mentioned it last week. God, God isn't withholding good things from you. And, I mean, and we can apply this to a lot of things like you were uh, just mentioning, Joel. I mean, there are people who starve to death every day in the world, uh, maybe even by the thousands. I don't know. But they're, they're dying because, they're malnutri- because of malnutrition. They're not getting enough food. But there's not a shortage of food in the world. Mm-hmm. So right. it's not because of that. And, and, you know, even where Jesus went, you know, they're out there in the middle of nowhere. And even Jesus tended to that need instantly or spontaneously. He reached out and said, Who, do we have any food here? Well, we just got this kid's lunch. Oh, bring it over here. And so we saw a miraculous manifestation 
of food being distributed to people, thousands of them, when all there was really was enough to feed one little boy. And so you can just see where God just reaches out out of nowhere and provides. That's his desire. That's, you know, evidence of his love for, for all people. And, and they had basketfuls left over. We know the story. And so it's, it's, it's sometimes I think we think there's a limit to what is, is going to happen and, and when it comes to receiving from God, whatever that may be. And, and there are no limits. And our message to you today is that God loves you. He, he cares about you. And I believe he has probably supplied us with, through the finished work of Jesus Christ, we, we talk a lot about God's forgiveness and, and grace and different things over the years here, but I think there's probably a whole lot more that God has provided us with that we just either don't have the revelation of it yet or, or just never really understood just how much Jesus paid for with his blood at the cross. Yeah, and I really do think that is, for me, that's what it comes down to. Is it's what Jesus has done, what he's accomplished for us through his blood, and us simply trusting in that. Uh, so many of these things that happen in life, you know, bad things do happen, and sometimes we are unhealthy. But I, I, I do think that, like you have said uh, constantly throughout these last two programs, I don't believe that that's God's will. Uh, I was looking in, you know, John, the Apostle John, in his third epistle, he said, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. And I believe that's God's will. I believe that it is God's will that we prosper in all things and be in health, just as uh, it's his will for our soul to prosper, because we know that it's true that in Jesus Christ, in our spirit, we have been made complete. Our spirit, that is the, the core of who we are, our eternal, the, the person who we are eternally, our, our spirit has been made complete in Jesus Christ. Sometimes our body and our mind, that is our soul and our emotions and all that, sometimes those things don't line up with the truth of what's going on in our spirit. And so the prayer of John here is that we would prosper in all things and be in health, just as our soul would prosper. So the prayer is that in our mind, in our mental capacities, in our emotions, that we would be healthy and healed. And in our body, that, would, that we would be healthy and healed. I believe that's God's will for us. And I believe that that comes about through trusting in uh, the finished work of Jesus Christ and letting uh, God be in charge of the results of all of that. Yeah, I mean, we can see in the garden uh, before the fall, uh, the perfection, and, and of course, the, the fact that there was no sickness or, or disease. And we can see how God came through Jesus Christ, not to mention some things even in the Old Covenant, but through Jesus Christ, the, the display, the manifestation of God's Spirit, the power going through Jesus at that point. And then we see at the end of the book, Joel, <laughs> when some things are restored, Later on, uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, when, when Jesus Christ reigns on the earth again, that there will be no more, no more sorrow, no more, no more tears, no, no, no more sickness. And so you can kind of see what the will of God is here. And again, like I said last week, some people confuse with what is allowed with what God really wills. Did you know all those animal sacrifices that went on for thousands and thousands of years, that God, of course, allowed those, and they even became a part of the Mosaic Law, but did you know that the book of Hebrews tells us that those animal sacrifices, he, he never really took pleasure in them. And the Bible implies in Hebrews that the, those animal sacrifices never were the will of God. Um, 
but the sacrifice of Christ was. And so I, I think there's a lot to be said. But look, God is good, and, and I think there are people out there who have, uh, you know, they didn't, they didn't mean to, but they've accused God of, of doing something that he, he's not doing. And with that, um, I mean, I, I've never wished cancer on anybody. Have you, Joel? No. Never wished cancer? I mean, <laughs> even not. somebody you really didn't care for, I've never wished that. Well, what makes us think that God would want that for somebody? Well, right. He's, he's, he's so much better than we are. Exactly. I mean, and I think that goes back to how many people view God as someone who's just trying to get them for their sins, or, you know, that they view that uh, the the situation that they're in in life, uh, the, their poor situation in life, is because God has done that to them, because of something that they've done. And that's the opposite of what the gospel really is. The gospel is God's free gift of righteousness, because we, we do stand in righteousness. We do stand right with God. We do stand accepted in him because of all of what Jesus has accomplished for us. And so the bottom line as we wrap up here, uh, the bottom line would be that God is good. We can't say that enough. He, he demonstrated his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so no matter what happens in your life, we can trust that God is good to us and that he is the one who cares and that brings every good and perfect gift. It all comes from above. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.